Got something on your mind? We do too. So wherever you are, whether you're walking your dog, on the train, or just sitting at home, let's have a conversation. Good morning. Good morning. How have you been? I'm in a happy mood today. I know, I can see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being very childish. Yeah. That's good yeah. to have an inner child, I think. It is always good to have an inner child. Yeah. Fair enough. Balance it out in the room, I guess. I, I think a lot of my close friends see me as, you know, the very, the very out there, funny mm. friend who, who's willing to embarrass himself, doesn't really care about much. Yeah. And they, they kind of use that as entertainment sometimes. They make me go and talk to random people yeah. um, at a bar. And, you know, they'll, they'll, like, dare me to, like, dance on the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, on a serious note with stuff like that, it's just... Not, I just don't like to take myself too seriously, to be fair. Fair enough. I think I'm the opposite, to be honest. Do you take I, yourself seriously? Yeah, I wouldn't even say I take myself seriously. It's just that I take things seriously. Like... As in, in the mornings especially, people like people will sometimes come up to me and say, like, are you okay? Like, you seem to be in a bad mood or something. I'm like, no, I'm just a very, like, mellow guy. That's my default mood. Fair enough. Right? Like, you know, I spend the morning, I just, like, do whatever I need to do. I'm quiet, right? I keep to myself on campus, usually. And it depends on what circle I'm in. I think, like, on campus, sometimes, like, you know, to myself, just... Like at my desk doing work or, you know, having, I sometimes have lunch on my own, like quite, quite often. Um, and yeah, just like, that's not because I'm in a bad mood per se. It's just, yeah, I think it's something I want to change, but I do like take things quite seriously, especially when they don't need to be taken seriously. Right. I see. Like someone will make a joke and I won't take it as a joke or I won't find it funny. And they'll, right. co- and they'll come up to me afterwards being like, like that wasn't a serious thing, you know, like wasn't that deep. And I was like, yeah, I know, but like, I just didn't find it funny. I get sort you. Of thing. So yeah, I think, I think it's I get op- opposites, opposites there in that sense. But I don't know. It's not, yeah, like I said, it's something I'm working on. So that's fine. I think where we all differ. Yeah, 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 for sure. What do you think about the person that doesn't take themselves seriously? The reason, the reason I'm asking that is because often when we have characteristics we want in ourselves, or even if we, this can even form into a materialistic sense when people have things we want we often make a very we we often make a comparison right so say you want to be less serious that's a very loose way to put it Mm -hmm. and you look at the guy um that you know that happens to not be serious at all right or serious just the right amount let's say what do you feel about that those are two different things though i'll start off by saying that i feel like in terms of beings taking yourself seriously versus not taking yourself seriously, there needs to be some sort of balance. Oh no, hundred percent. I think, right. I mean, my philosophy is take your work and take your craft seriously, but don't take yourself seriously. Mm. Right. Yeah. I, I just feel, I, I, I definitely feel like I like seeing people that, you know, have the energy to have a bit of fun. They're like, they're smiling. They're happy. They're like the light in the room basically. Right. Right, because they don't really care. They're just like doing whatever they need to do to like, and they're just living life. They're they're not surviving. They're thriving, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I rate that. Um, but like I said, I think it is a balance. I think there's definitely moments where I've seen people not serious when they probably should have been serious. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. then it's like, bro, what are you doing? Sort yeah. of thing. Um, 
I think about societies, society is an example that first come to mind. When you see someone like not taking a society seriously, or the one that they're running, I mean. By a society, do you mean? Like university society. Like a university society, or it doesn't even have to be a university society, it could just be any kind of like club or something. Any right? cool yeah. club, yeah. Sure. When you're, when you're sure. like running it or have some sort of responsibility to do with that, when you're like not taking that somewhat seriously, yes, you should have fun and stuff, and there's definitely like... But there is responsibility though. There is responsibility. So yeah, I think this is a long-winded way of saying there just needs to be some sort of balance. When I see someone like not being serious, it's not, I I see it as a good thing more than a bad thing. I only see it as a bad thing when there are moments when they probably should be like, you know, serious and they're not. I get you. And I feel like I'm on the other end of the spectrum where I take things too seriously when I probably shouldn't. Very self-aware of you though. Yeah, I don't know. I, um... It's a balance. It's a balance again because I think you need to know what you're like, what you want to or need to improve on. Yeah. Those are two different things. Yeah. But you also want to know, want to know like where your strengths are. And I feel like this comes back to the point that you were mentioning about comparison. Because if you don't, if you if you can't acknowledge what not only your weaknesses but your strengths are, mm-hmm. and you don't have an understanding of yourself Absolutely. in that way, yeah. then comparison can become a very like fickle thing so so to speak what do you mean by fickle i just think like it can be when you don't appreciate the good things about yourself then it's very easy to see all the good things about everyone else and you are like that and you're only acknowledging what you think are the bad things about yourself and then you got a, a big mismatch between your the negative view that you have of yourself and the seemingly pos- positive um, view that you have of everyone else, right? And I feel like right. this, is, this is accentuated by things like social media and stuff like that, which we can talk about in a second. But I think when you see people doing good things or cool things for them for their own sake, then when you don't have the self-love is a strong term, but I'll use that for now. Yeah. When you don't have the self-love, to sort of appreciate the good things about you, then you can sort of downplay the things that you've done and sort of compare yourself negatively to the things that they've done. I think it's very natural to put the things around you on a pedestal, Mm. the people around you on a pedestal, the things you see on social media, going back to that point, right? I mean, one of my favorite sayings is comparison is the thief of joy Mm. because you you could have... An abundance of things, abundance of qualities. Where have I heard that? Comparison's a thief of joy. I saw that in a gym meme. In a Sorry. gym meme? Yeah. Well, yeah, the gym is a good example of that. Li- no, yeah. like, literally, I mean, this is a sidetrack. I'll come back to your point in a second. But I just remember uh, there was a post that I saw where I think a guy was doing shoulder press. Right, yeah. And there was, like, a girl who was spotting him. And goes, like, that's huge weight. And he's, like... Oh, it's not that big. I remember this. And yeah, then I've seen it's this. like, what are you talking yeah, about? I've seen it's this. like, what if I want to go further? Like, I, I know guys who lift way more than this. He's like, yeah, but who cares what other other people are lifting? That's good weight. So good on you. Now let's get this set in, sort of thing. I love that, right? But yeah. it, it just it just sparks. It goes it goes back to that. that point, right? I think we're all different and we all have qualities. I know there is always a desire to be the best, mm. maybe to to outweigh the people around you. I don't know. I don't really know exactly why this quality has come about. Mm. Maybe it's the way us humans like to dominate our environment. Sure. Maybe. But, but honestly, you know, there's 
like you said, there's an aspect of self-love and self-appreciation for your good qualities, for the things that you have, for your strengths. Mm. And this could be a comforting thought, but maybe you look at the person next to you and think, oh, he's got he's got the trophy wife and the nice car. And he's, you know, he, he, he looked great. I want to look like him. Mm-hmm. I want to be like him. Yeah. But then you never know what that person could be going through. Exactly. And you also never know what that person may think of you. He might think the same thing. It's a mm. very natural thing to feel, right? Yeah. It's a massive perception game. It's a perception I, game. I, yeah, exactly. I think, I know we talk about a lot about academics in general, but that's simply because that is the experience that we share. Because we're both university students, um, yeah. But, um, but that's a great example. I think, like, I remember times where I would be, like, doing my own thing, just sort of, like, being very scared about doing well in exams and sort of, you know, keeping on top of content or whatever, feeling like everyone's just further than me. I remember there was right. a time in fir- third year where it was close to exams and people were asking me questions like, oh, did you do this lecture before this lecture? Is this lecture examinable? Right. Um, blah, blah, blah. A few people are asking me this. People that I don't really know in my cohort. I see. But one guy who I do know asked me a certain question about something he like something he was confused sure. on. I I fortunately was able to explain it to him, and then I asked him like, "Dude, why are you asking me?" Right? And he said like, "You just seem so on it, right? Like he's just, he just seems like <laughs> right, you know yeah. like you're organized, you know what's going yeah. on. Like I'm sure you do well. You I'm sure you'll smash these exams." And in my head, I was thinking, "That's exactly what I thought about the guy who was asking me the question." right mm. like that mm-hmm. and it's definitely such a perception game because the way you view yourself and the way other people view you can sometimes there can be like a massive mismatch in that massive um and i feel like when you focus on yourself and focus on like you know doing what you need to do doing it in the best way sometimes that puts off good energy and like sets it like paints an image for other people to see and sometimes you're just unaware of that because you're just doing your own thing right right yeah but like sometimes you just don't appreciate sort of the effects that even the things that you think are so simple are having other people sure um and yeah i think it's just um, perception is massive Um, perception is massive and this happened um like the the academic example i relate to in the sense of how my environment changed as well i took a gap year so a 19 year old coming to university Growing up in school, I was always, you know, the smart kid, the star student, right? Um, you know, I was, my face was like on the on the board of the school. It was like, oh yeah, Bisha, top student, and not not in a bad way. There wasn't really too much competition. Mm. Um, there were, of course, brilliant students like alongside, but you know, I really, really put in the work, um, and that was kind of the, I guess, the persona, the reputation that I had growing up. Mm-hmm. I didn't think too much of it. I was just like, okay, it, it was kind of something I was a bit used to to be completely honest. Mm -hmm. But I came to university, and this is when life changes a little bit, right? It's not just university, it's when you go on to new chapters in your life, right? As you grow older, Mm -hmm. your environments change and you tend to surround yourself with people who may have had similar backgrounds or have worked equally more or less hard, you know, around the same level. Mm -hmm. So then you come to university and the university you go to usually kind of depends on, you know, what you all went for everyone that applies to university was kind of at the same level in a sense so i came i came and i was it was such a strange environment to know that okay i was that in quotations best student in school 
then everyone else was also that in quotations best student in their respective schools yep and that blew my mind i was like okay this is this is a feeling i've never felt before um of oh my god you know i i feel like i'm i'm doing my best for sure but i'm not the best mm. and that didn't sit right with me sometimes you know i i wasn't i was i mean I, I don't know if it's the way that i was hardwired or primed growing up but you know there was there was an aspect of it which would devalue the things i would achieve yeah in university i'd get a get a 74 75% um and you know that's considered to be a good mark in university sure and i'd look and i'll be like yo there's there's that guy who got like a 78 79% great for him and then i think why didn't I get that? Mm. This was in the very beginning. Of course, I grew out of that quickly because it's oh. not a good thing to have. How did you right? grow out of it? Because I, for that same reason, right? I realized, well, I've still achieved something great. I've done my best. And I'm going to appreciate the talent around me rather than comparing myself to it. You see, that sounds so simple, but for like, for people to do that in reality, sometimes it's not. Oh, it's, it's easier said than done. I mean, there are... I wouldn't say now anymore, but there were still moments after that, you know, initial few months of university where that would creep back from time to time. And it's something that all my peers speak about. And it's not just the university we go to, but universities everywhere. Mm -hmm. This is an example for uni students. I'm also going to extend this to the example of people who are working. You know, they're, they're going to be working. They're, they feel like they're putting great effort, but their, their colleague got the promotion. Yeah, their colleague got the raise. They're working really hard, but you know their colleague has the nice car. Mm-hmm. But they feel like they're working harder. Well, what's that about, right? Mm-hmm. Can maybe even get into some different feelings of you know. I, I mean, that may turn into things like jealousy, or yeah, um, or that may turn into you know, as I said, like a lot of a lot of negative impact because you tend to devalue the things you have mm. when you see something that someone else has which is what you're working towards or something maybe you desire. When you see someone else and you take having something and you see that as a reflection of what you think you should have. Yes. I think my my journey from the academic perspective is somewhat similar to yours with slight variations and slight difference in like situation. So like in school, I went to quite, I may have mentioned this before, I went to quite a academically high academically driven school sure everyone was like you know pretty much like working hard like doing well in exams like you know just good people to surround yourself with i definitely wasn't the smartest like for all the subjects i did at a level what do you mean by smart though by smart i mean like people with what two mean two things how well you do in exams is one definition i'm using for this particular scenario sure and the other is just you know those people that just have some sort of talent in a particular, like... Sure, yeah. I Those are the two things that I'm referring to. I know that's not the whole thing when it mm-hmm. comes to smartness, but that's what I'm using for this example. Sure. Right? I'm going to I'm gonna classify that as arbitrary, by the way. Yeah. Because that definition, of course, is not accurate, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. But, like, that's the word that comes to mind when yeah. sort of, like, explaining this, right? But I definitely wasn't the smartest, right? Academic-wise, for my subjects, math, further math, physics, art right especially for the maths the math dominated subjects there were people in my form that were like super super smart like beyond the point where they would do well in exams they would do well in exams without trying 
they were just like they were just so very they, quick they just had yeah. a, they had a talent that is literally the only way i could like describe it right they had talent so i wasn't the smartest but i was very comfortable with where i was at i was working hard i was doing my thing i didn't really compare myself to other people because i was just like yeah i'm just doing my thing like i'm, yeah. get, I'm getting the yeah. grades if i don't get a good grade i'll see where i can improve and i'll just like work harder to you know get the grades that i want to get right sure. so i had no I had no real problem when it came to comparison. Like I was very happy and comfortable and content with what I was doing. Then uni comes along. So I applied to computer science. And for me, computer science was really like a jump of faith, a leap of faith rather. Like I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. I didn't have any programming experience. Computer what was your science. motivation though? Simply put, and I say this in interviews as well, I wanted to get involved with technology somehow and apply math somehow because I was very mathematically driven in, in school. But I wanted to understand more importantly how technology worked. Like, but like- That's the best way to do it. Like, like, like behind the curtains. Mm -hmm. And that's why I said, okay, yeah, computer science, I don't really know what this is, but I'm gonna do it. It seems like the right thing to do. So I did it and I came to Imperial. And I say this to a lot of like younger students, in first year especially, there's a massive knowledge gap within the computing cohort. First year, in the first year of university, I think, yeah. as a whole, right? Because you're all from different backgrounds. Yeah. Honestly, but I'd say computing especially. Sure. Right? Because there's people like myself who hadn't programmed before, has no experience whatsoever. It's people that have been doing it since they were like 10 years old. That's not an exaggeration. Yeah. I literally know yeah. people that have been doing it since they were seven. Like, no joke, straight face. Right? I'm not joking. <laughs> Find that mind right? thing, but yeah. They've literally, literally, literally been programming since they were seven years old, right? And... I don't think I'd mentally comprehend. Neither, man. When neither. I was seven years old. I, I, know, I know people that like... <laughs> That's funny. I, yeah. I won't even go to the examples because it's just so mind-boggling. But the point is, there's this massive knowledge gap. Sure, And if yeah. you're in the bottom of that knowledge gap, which I was, first year was a very difficult time for me. And that's when I started to compare myself to, I got this grade, but that guy did it so much easier and he got a higher grade than me. Did Why? It, was it a conflict of ego? Conflict of, did it affect your confidence in some ways oh, as well? Oh, massively. Right, it's even, yeah. even, if, like, even stuff like this and the Imperial environment affects my confidence today. Like even like right now. That's, that's it's, honest I've, of you. I've, yeah. worked, I've worked on it for sure. Yeah. But like I'm surrounded by super smart people and especially in first and second year, I was in, I was in a place where even my friends, if they did something really good, I just couldn't appreciate it. Like I'll say, oh, that's, that's great, good, like that's awesome, man. I'll go back home and I'll be like, I'll just beat myself up. Right? That's really, that's very transparent of you, bro. I mean- To be honest, because it's, it's also quite, it's a hard thing to admit. Yeah. People feel ashamed to say that. People feel ashamed to say, you know what? When you, when you got that thing, I, I, I didn't feel happy. I mean, like that's not in a way that I wish bad for you. Mm. But it, it, you know, it kind of like stabbed me a little bit and think, yeah. oh my God, what am I doing? Yeah. We're selfish creatures at the end of the day. We do want what's best for us. Mm -hmm. True. Right. Yeah. And that's a work in progress. But yeah, no, that's, that's honest of you, man. Yeah. Um, I know. I, I think I remember the very specific times in first year where like I'd be super, super struggling and there'd be other guys just doing it like, like this, like they'd just be doing it yeah like half asleep with yeah. one eye closed sure i remember a very specific example where we had like these three hour programming assessments in yeah. first year they call it lexus tests i hated them bane of my existence but i remember there was one where i wasn't really in a good place i remember that and um 
yeah, we're like all in this one massive like lab room mm-hmm. and it's a three hour test, two hour, 45 minutes have gone. I'm still stuck on the first question, right? Yeah. The guy next to me finished an hour in and was now playing solitaire on his computer because <laughs> he was so sure that he's just done everything to perfection. Yeah. Right. What was even more annoying about this particular example was that you could leave after an hour and a half. He decided not to leave and play solid. Solid. Right. And <laughs> I find that a bit funny. And yeah. stu- I find it funny yeah, now, yeah, but yeah. stuff like that really crushes, like that crushed my ego, like crushed it. And it was like in, in front of your face. Sort of Shattered thing. my confidence. I cried off that exam. Yeah. Like, I, that was like probably the biggest, most clearest moment where I was like, like, I didn't think about dropping out per se, but I thought, how on earth am I going to survive this? Right. And I think moments like this affected like what for me it was and still is a really bad sense of like comparing myself to other people where my self-worth would be, I would, I would compare that. I would like define that in the comparison of other people. For right? sure, man. And we can extend this away from academics as well, because it, it's like... It's in everything, it's, by it's the way. Like, you use right? the gym example. Um, I like to think of the business example as well, but not not really. Um, like, you know, it's it's just such a normal thing to feel the way you do. I'm glad you said it, bro. The thing is, we'll we'll talk about it on the episode. We'll talk about it outside outside of the show, sure. Um, because it's... You know, there, there's just so many... It, it's a perspective game, as you said. It's mm. all perception. Because in that moment, there's, if we consider it like a binary decision, you have one choice or the other, mm-hmm. right? That could be one way of thinking of it. You look at the guy and be like, I, I can't be like that. I'm not like that. How am I going to get like that? Or you can look at the guy and think, that is cool. That is a bit crazy. That's a bit funny. But I want to get to that level. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure I work very hard to get to that mm-hmm. level. That's what helped me draw the difference between the two because I'd catch myself feeling that, you know, I'd look and I'll be like, this is so effortless to so many people, you know, and it would sometimes make me feel a bit bad about myself. But then I think, well, it's effortless to them because, okay, maybe at an earlier stage in life, sure, they went through the process that I'm going through now. Mm-hmm. But if they're there, that's an amazing thing to see. And I'd love to get there too, or mm-hmm. even further, right? Right. Makes sense. I I think easier I, said than done though, man. So it's yeah, really the, easier I said mean, than done. But say, right? yeah. like, easier said than done. And I'm definitely in a better place, but I still struggle with it with lots of things from time to time. Yeah, like yeah, comparison yeah. is a massive thing which I'm trying to sort of be sure. not even solve but be aware of and reframe, I think kind of like to your point. It's a reframing. It's a reframing. It's not necessarily that you'll stop caring about what other people are doing. You'll always do. And I think, and I think the in truth, the age yeah. of like social media and like, you know, the, the social creatures that we yeah. are, we're gonna care about what other people do. Yeah. It's just a reframing of, oh, why am I not doing that? Versus, wow, that's really cool. That's cool for them, but that's not something which I really want to get to. Yeah. Or if it is what can I, how can I like learn from them or how can I sort of be in a position where I can do that, right? And use that as inspiration and motivation more than just like a self-deprecating sort of talk on yourself. I mean, we only have about like five minutes, but what I really want to like quickly talk about is how how do people get to that stage? Get to the stage of? Get to the stage of where they can, they can see people doing good things and truly appreciate what they're doing because they're doing it, because they have the faith in themselves 
and the, the self-confidence within themselves as opposed to just, you know, see that and then look negatively upon themselves. Easy right. answer. There's two factors to this. The first one is understanding your strength. It's what you mentioned in the beginning. The self-love factor. Understanding that, you know, you're someone who's capable of doing amazing things. And that ties into confidence very mm. well. Right? So understanding that if you see someone doing something amazing, to know that maybe you could do it too. Yeah. Maybe. You know, put the maybe there. But you can, right? Yeah. And I yeah. think, you know, it goes to the mindset of you can really do anything or you can get to any level you want. Yeah. And I'll, pre and I'll add to that by saying you can do anything that you put your mind to. Absolutely. Right? It's, I, it's just like that, right? And the reason I say that is because some, some people may be thinking like, oh, yeah, I see this guy doing this thing and I, I can't do that, whatever it may be. And sometimes, and I think it's important to acknowledge this, that sometimes you have to do you have to think about do you even want that right like yeah is, the, is that yeah. even something you care about so like for example i had a conversation with a friend who he went to like a cryptography conference he was like older than me at sure. work he went to that cryptography conference and he he heard people talking about like bitcoin and stuff like that sure sure he didn't he cryptography or cryptocurrency no, but it was both. Like it was like oh, right. I mean, they kind of go like, hand in hand. Yeah, sure. but they were talk, yeah. like like it's like sure. a multidisciplinary sure, sure. talk. And he was like, "Wow, I know nothing about Bitcoin." And then he was like beating himself up, like, "Why don't I know anything about Bitcoin?" Blah blah blah. And, and then you after, went to learn about Bitcoin, right? And then after yeah. and after a while, he just sat and thought, "Wait, let's be real. Do I even care about Bitcoin?" And then you realize, honestly, not really, right? Yeah. No, so no I think that like. It's okay not to care about something. And I think that's important to like distinguish. Yeah. But I think what has helped me get to a much better place than I was maybe a couple of years ago in terms of like comparison is sure. just like reflecting on what you have done to come where you are right now. Of course. Right. Yeah. And appreciating that you have taken so many like massive positive forward strides. Right. Like I think, I think about back to that test. The, the test that I mentioned before. Yeah. If I did that now, I would definitely be able to do that within half an hour. Right? Like, That's amazing, isn't right? it? Yeah. And then I think yeah. that is absolutely insane to be in a position right now, or, or albeit like three years after, yeah. where like that exam for me would be a piece of cake. And that's not me boast me being boastful, right? No, you've worked towards I've that. I've you've gained experience, that. I've worked and I'm in a much more like proficient like like position when it comes to like programming in particular well well ruffled the evidence is in front of you isn't it yeah it's right in front of you yeah you, that example now when you see other people who've done who have something or are doing something better than you yeah. sure think about that yeah exactly. that's that's the evidence right there yeah right yeah and i think i think for me recently i've been really I've been surprising with my, but, but have, I may have said this before. I may, I've been surprising myself with the things I mean, I've been able to do sure. in terms of achievements and stuff like that. And I think, and it, this is genuine like confusion. I'm like, I, I could do that. And then you're like, that is literally just evidence to be like, like why you can do a lot have of that confidence, yeah. right? I think it's Tom Bilyeu who said, um, what changed it for me was I stopped identifying myself with being the funny guy in the room 
and started identifying myself with the guy who, if he needed to figure something out, he can figure it out to a world-class level. Sure. And Tim Billy is a crazy successful entrepreneur. A lot of people know him. Yeah. And he he defines that as one of like the moments where that light bulb switched for him. And I think it's related to this, you know, like, I just think this is such an important thing to talk about because there's lots of insecurities that I have and lots of like things that I am working on. Yeah. Comparison over the last maybe two years, probably one of the biggest. Yeah. Right. Especially being in a place like Imperial where there's people doing all this crazy successful stuff, cool stuff. Right, having successful people around you can it's, be is is a yeah. good thing, but it can also be like it of can course. also be a very like negative thing if you frame it in the wrong way. Exactly, that's why social media is toxic. Right, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> the that, success all up in our face. We don't see what's behind it. It's just exactly. fast cars and you know good looking people doing whatever they want, and yeah. you're just like, why don't I have that? that yeah. That's the life I want. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like it's important to talk about it because I don't think enough people do talk about it. Yeah, like I said, it's something people maybe feel a bit. Yeah, not not ashamed to say. That's why I'm I'm applauding you for saying that out loud. Right, mm. it's hard for people, but I'd encourage you to. I'd encourage everyone to to do more of that. Yeah. Reef. By the way, I said that was the first point, which was you know the self love factor. Mm-hmm. The second point is the reframe. Yeah. You're always gonna compare yourself to people. Yeah. But how you what that voice in your head says when you compare yourself to people is very important. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Literally everything can be motivation. Everything can be seen as positive. Mm. L- really everything. Yeah. So, honestly, it's it's your choice. It's up to you. For sure. No, 100%. Um, and, yeah, it's the reframing, which I think is the, it's literally those two things. Like, acknowledging your strengths as well as your weaknesses. And then reframing sort of good things that you see in other people. Yeah. Um, again, something I'm working on. But I think those two things... I've definitely come a long way in that respect. So and I think anyone who is like, you know, thinking about similar things, that's one thing I'd say for sure. Yeah. Work in Two progress. It's yeah. always a work in progress. It's a work in progress. But yeah, man. I love that chat. Um, anyway, this has yeah. been fun, man. Have a good rest of your day, I guess. Yeah, man. You too. Bye.